Read of the latest LGBT plus trends, TV, and the ever expanding world of drag. Hello there, I'm the Velvet Snatch, and welcome to season three of Girl with our regular host, Stu. Hello, where's my full name? Thotter Stu. Thank you. <laughs> you get you're getting your mileage out of that title, aren't you? And our other now regular host, Glenn Kevin. Whoop whoop. <laughs> How so, are you yeah, doing, I'm like Glenn? A bad disease. I'm really good. That's a really good question, but after I'm like a bad disease. <laughs> that's yeah. it. How are you doing? I just keep... Not dead then. That's that's a good start. Yeah, I just keep coming back here and it's you... great. <laughs> You you look you be, the the listeners can't see this but you you've just been for a run haven't you and you've just literally fell out of the shower that's yeah yeah so basically that that's what we're looking at on the webcam right now but <laughs> yeah stringy fringe <laughs> stringy back to the 90s there's a drag name Lush. right <laughs> and joining us is our extra special guest mr canada 2012 and you might know him off the bridge it's the wonderful frankie cena hello hello thank you for having me how are you doing i'm amazing Loving all the accents as always, and uh, ready to chat. Yeah, it's wonderful, wonderful to have you. It's the sort of thing where what we've got is we want to talk about your many different projects because you're all over the shop. You're a star host. You've got your own podcast. Well, a jewel podcast. You know, you're on the bridge, and also you still look like Mister Canada 2012. Thank you. You haven't aged a day. It's quite rude. It's been a decade and you still look like that. How dare you? I think, no, no, that's that's a compliment to me because every day I find a new line and I'm just like, oh, well, I'll add this to the list. I have to name this line now. <laughs> oh, it's been a rough couple of years, hasn't it? Yeah, spe- speaking of which, like, uh, I watched a video of you, Frankie, the other day and it was one of those, I don't know, it's become a kind of hobby of mine of watching all these videos of people in like 2019 being like, oh, I've got such big plans for next year and it's it's all going to pop off and it's going to be amazing. And then obviously, pandemic. <laughs> so, it's, so how was it for you? Like, you mean COVID, like COVID specifically? Yeah. Like, like sort of, how, it- you know, how did things change during that uh, period? Yeah, I mean, I moved, like, I moved cities during COVID, so Vancouver to Toronto, um, four and a half hour flight here in Canada, so I was kind of still living my, trying to live my best life (laughs) in COVID, Um, and obviously the bridge, you know, was filmed kind of during COVID as well, so I didn't, I try not to let things stop me, even global pandemics. (laughs) I think that's good. That's a definitely a strength. It's because some of the people we chat to are like, well, I just sat on my hands for two years. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's, some that's of them not me. <laughs> well, oh, hang on. Ooh, the shade of it all. <laughs> so, no, thank you very much for coming onto the podcast. So I think the first thing that we want to discuss is obviously uh, the bridge. Now, full disclosure here, I have not seen the bridge. I'm being the everyman in this thing because we have Stu, who is a rabid fan of it, who forced Glenn to watch it, and I muted the chat so that I could avoid the the heckles of watching it. Um, <laughs> can you tell us a bit about the show? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a fucking mad, crazy ass show, and 
my only regret or my only thing that sucks about it for me is that I, I think it just deserves more viewers because it is psychotically all over the place. It is a throwback to traditional reality TV with, you know, kind of just like twists and turns and, and fighting and cattiness. Um, and it was, it was totally a, a dream come true for me to compete. Um, what I have preferred, you know, Survivor or Big Brother or something where I could use my mind a bit more, yes. But, you know, building a bridge in Vietnam wasn't all that bad. I think if that was, wasn't already on your list, maybe it should have been. <laughs> now, now it's on and off the list. <laughs> so, Stu, t- t- what, is, what happens in the show? Because obviously you're obsessed with this. Obsessed is a strong word, but I definitely enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, a bunch of lovely folks um, that I've never met, generally speaking, aren't meant to have any skills um, to build a bridge, get put on a lovely little island together, on a basically a beach with a little shack to live in. They are unknowingly, at the beginning, competing against another team to build a bridge to get to an island with lots of money on it, basically. Does it sound hugely interesting initially? Maybe not. When you start watching it, the drama, the twists, the bitchiness, Frankie's existence, <laughs> Ethan, for <laughs> thirst purposes very good show um and the actual like watching the battle to get to the end just it's really gripping it's very fun and i wasn't even there i was just watching it on my tv you said it perfectly though that was such a perfect encapsulation specifically the part about i wouldn't watch this show from the tagline that's the shitty part is that i myself wouldn't tune in as a reality tv fan so it's Mm -hmm. like you have to just watch that first episode and then I, everyone I know who did, they could not stop watching. So uh, you got to just, dear. you got to start. There we go. <laughs> One day, like, you, you um, binged I it. put on, yeah, I did. I put it on the background, like thinking, oh, uh, you know, okay, Stu's telling me to watch something on the internet again. This can't be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, then suddenly I'm like, at my computer, like tr- working, like, and then just like looking mm-hmm. over, like, oh, get the phone text you like oh my god look what this person's doing look over again and oh yeah the emotional investment built built up in a day and i'm sorry frangie you were robbed of, on that show you were robbed. correct it's correct. okay we're, we're gonna get to it later but we seem to have a lot of robbed contestants on this podcast <laughs> but um, we've not had manila yet <laughs> That's a good point. To, to be fair, though, I'm scared to watch it because I'm going to start getting PTSD from like university days. Because I remember there was one project that we had where we had to build a bridge. It was like a it was like a card bridge, but we had to like as a team work out the best structure and stuff for it. And like I totally failed that. And it was one of the ones where you didn't fail because of what you were doing. You failed because all of your teammates were shit. <laughs> and I'm like, and that sounds arrogant, but it was the idea of just going, oh, okay. So part of the challenge is the dealing with everyone and working as a team. Mm. And I, I'm pretty sure that's what happens in this. Oh yeah. I got full like building, building a raft out of barrels when a teenager sort of flashbacks when the school <laughs> the decided to drop you in the countryside. <laughs> It's a lot of it's a lot of teamwork, but it's also a lot of team arguing. Mm. But that just makes it good reality. You don't want a team to get along perfectly. That would be true. Sim, exactly. he's a really good person. A text about the show as well because he gave away no spoilers. Like there were certain bits where I was like, "Oh my god, is this actually happening?" And he was like, <laughs> "Yeah." And then it was like, "Oh my god, you liar." <laughs> Which makes a change because if you text me about Drag Race, you you fucked. You're getting all the spoilers. 
I only spoil one short. It is drag. Everything else is a save. With that, that's it. It's every every time a new series of Drag Race starts, you come in saying, "I know who wins. I know who the top three are," and you're just like going, "Don't you dare!" <laughs> you know, "Don't you." <laughs> but then I tell you the wrong ones, and it's more funny. So the bridge. What were your highlights on the show? Oh my god! I mean, becoming team leader obviously was was a huge moment. It was something that I wanted to do from the very beginning. And I had to show so much inner restraint to not take the position on too early. Um, and at, like from that point on, really, the game just was like a magical experience for me where I got to just do like everything I've ever wanted on television, like on a game show, you know, from eliminating people to playing games to just, oh, it was it was so amazing. So the fact that I got that that position from that point on really just set my game up um, for the rest. That, that's probably what sticks out the most. I, I loved watching you actually become team leader because it was just mm-hmm. so, it was like TV gold of you like going to everybody like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm sure the leadership will get there. And then at the camera, like, I'll do a better job. Like, oh my God, <laughs> <shut up." laughs> And then going back to them, like, so who do you think should do it? Like, any ideas? Yes. It should be me. I'm going to be doing that. <laughs> and it just built up, built up, and then tipped over the edge. And then that was it. You were like Queen Bee. And, and yeah, I mean, the show portrays things quite accurately. Like, honestly, everyone, like, Crystal is the worst person I've met in my entire life. And Lottie is, like, this sweet little, like, British thing. And then, like, like everyone is just portrayed accurately. And what you're describing mm-hmm. is exactly what I would do. I would talk to each person. I would pretend I didn't know who I wanted to be leader. I didn't know what I thought, blah, blah, blah. And then I would just shit talk in confessionals. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's exactly what happened. So I, I was happy to see that. I I think some people on Twitter thought I was a villain. I think most people didn't. And, and I was so happy that my portrayal was exactly what I wanted it to be, which was just a little bit villainous, but really just someone who likes playing games and like who wants to win and do what it takes to to win a game. Yeah, you, it was full like anti-hero edit, mm. I felt it was. Like, if anything, so it's one of those where it's like, oh, he's really two-faced, but I love it. And like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, he's really two-faced, but he might actually win it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, one of the things was obviously like, you know, you you didn't tell your teammates like who you were or like, you know, you kind of kept it a big secret, like what you're actually. Yes. Did that help? Like, was there no one who was just like, hang on? You know what? Unfortunately, I love them to death, but they my team was was quite oblivious. So I'm sorry to say again, I love you all. But um, no, no one caught on to anything that I was doing from pitting them against each other to my journal to my real career. Um, you know, being like, uh, yeah, being a CEO and running a company and, and being like a math champion, like all these different things, having been on a game show before, like, no, no one had any idea at all. And um, it sucks because I can only play that card once. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I am lucky to be on another reality show, which challenge i want to be on the challenge but anyways um i won't be able to play that card again but that's okay i played it once and and i'll play different cards for future shows but i just loved it so much and i i don't it's not my goal to be a reality star that is not my goal my goal is to be a tv host or a tv presenter but i fucking love these games and i will keep playing them while i can i forgot about the journal oh i didn't like when that (laughs) journal came out i was just like it's another layer to the Frankie sandwich. Oh, a drama. <laughs> Do you I still think have you... the journal? 
Yeah, I have it. I have it like right here. Oh, like, oh, sorry, the three M dolls. It's, like, it's not like, a visual podcast. It's in my cupboard. It's in my cupboard right here. I kind of want it. I know. I want to read it. <laughs> that that is definitely a collectible at some point. That that's going to be your mm. your rock and roll hall of fame. I hope thing so. That you yeah. Put in there. If you I ever need so. to pay the mortgage off. Just I think to be fair, we grew up with evening. like Disney movies, so we we love a good villain. I think so. It's like it's wonderful when you get to play into it. Have, I think you. I think you. Crystal. What about Crystal? Have you ever? <laughs> sorry, sorry, Stuart. I need to know, Crystal. Have you ever like spoke to her again? Heard from her? Got a follow on Instagram? Followed her back? So, as you know, Crystal leaves the show early, which means that she flies home early. Um. As per the request of my teammates, I make I made the WhatsApp group for the cast, and I was I was told not to include her. Um, I would have probably included her because I don't care, but I was told not to include her, so she's not in the WhatsApp group. Um, I do I do follow her on Instagram, or I like her photos sometimes, just because. And she messaged me once, like sort of a cryptic message. Um, unrelated to the show, unrelated to anything. And my only response was like, oh, Crystal, like I would love to like be on like a British talk show and just like meet with you again and like have like a, a blow up on TV. I thought that would that would have been fun. Um, but no, other than that, that was our only convo so far. Do you think they were like her genuine like feelings and the way she goes on in life? Or do you think she was like playing it up for the show then? I believe that it was 60 to 70% who she is and 30 to 40% like she had said her dream was to be a reality star. So like, unlike me, where I'm always thinking about my career while I'm on these shows and I'm always like everything I'm saying, I'm like, can I be canceled for that? Or, you know, can I still be hireable if I'm like, I always followed like a, a limit of how mean I was going to be. Whereas with Crystal, I think like, no, this, like she thought, she thought this was going to be her road to fame. Like, I'm much more realistic than that. I understand that, you know, there's a million shows out there nowadays and you have to, you know, it has to be the right show, the right character, blah, blah, blah. But she really thought this was her claim to fame. And, um, yeah. So who was your favorite out of the cast? Uh, I think Lottie. Lottie is, is who I would want to hang out with tomorrow if I was in London right now. It would be Lottie. How come? Um, she's really funny. Like she's like 21 or 22 or something. And like, she just always told it how it is. It doesn't super come up in the edit as much as it should. But like, there was a couple times where like, I think it was like, Lonnie, who do you think should be leader? And she was just like, who the fuck do you think should be leader? Like, she just says it how it is. She's very funny. She did not give a fuck. Like when I told her afterwards, that I was like a CEO. She's like, I don't care. Like, good for you. Like, she's just super <laughs> like, like, she just really doesn't give a fuck. And I do think that she was, would have been my biggest cheerleader in the end. Um, had we, had we won. Uh, yeah, she's great. It was interesting because there was like main characters of the show. Like, like, especially your season. It was like you, Crystal. Um, oh, who was the traitor guy from the red team who visited and then left? Uh, David and Alex, or Alex was the rat, Alex. and David was yeah. the bull. Alex, as soon as he was in front of the camera, like these people are my tools. It's like shut up, Alex. But, like, uh, but then he was really sweet the rest of the season. <laughs> I know Alex ruined his own edit. Alex ruined his own edit. Like he came across so good in episode one and two, and then he just became a flimsy like. Oh, it was sad to see because he could have been great, but he kind of fizzled out. 
Crystal obviously left early. Like, there just, there wasn't a lot of other, like, big characters, which, you know, kind of sucks. And it but... benefits you, though. Oh, would you go back, though, if they did an All-Stars type season? Would you go back? Oh, yeah. Oh, you guys don't understand. Like, I love these games so freaking much. Like, there's there's no game show that I would say no to, I don't think. Like, I just, I love doing it. And, again, I fucking hate building bridges. But, um, <laughs> yes, like, I would go back to the bridge. Again, I have my I have my eyes on other shows, but I would go back to the bridge, you know, if if it came about if it happened i could see you on the circle to be honest i was about to say that the circle oh, so good on that hold on frankie <laughs> so like because i saw uh you well your family on family feud what was it like to, this is totally unrelated to the bridge what was that like sort of not being part of it like watching a game show but not actively being part of it was that frustrating yeah i mean yeah totally so i think i've done I've done like eight or nine game shows now, which is crazy. I know it's like a crazy number. I'm going for the world record, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, Family Feud, more or less, couldn't compete because of contractual obligation with another show that I was on at the same time. That was the reason, which I don't even know if I post about that on my social media. Um, and it was so hard. I mean, I really wanted to play with my family, obviously. We really, truly did train every single day for weeks leading up to that competition. So, I mean, it was it was a shame. Um still though really fun and got the free trip and it, it was really my family member's birthday and like it was yeah it was it was it was cool <laughs> so any exclusive tea about the bridge like if there was something where you'd have to be like watch out for this look out for that or anything any juicy gossip that didn't make the show um okay okay Ooh, juicy, juicy gossip juicy gossip i want, I want to give a good answer here well the couple that won like they're no longer together like he broke up with her like shortly after <laughs> oh damn yeah, so, <laughs> that one's like oh. pretty juicy because obviously like ugh, when you're watching like either you're rooting for them or you're saying like oh you stupid bitch like why are you sharing the money with him like those are the two sentiments that usually come about so he broke up with her like shortly after um the crystal like coming back or not coming back uh thing like that was very juicy so so what you guys don't see on the edit is like she like yells at me in my face and says how dare you like i can't believe you voted me off and she really does tell producers like she's not going like i'm going home like just i'm going like we were a hundred percent certain she was leaving that night there was no nothing in us that knew that she would actually have gone to the other island so seeing her go to the other island on tv was a surprise even to me um and and then her leaving, like, she just fucked my game. Like, had Crystal stayed, I would have won the bridge. Like, so Crystal fucked me by being on my team. Then she fucked me by leaving their team. Like, she just really messed everything up for me, which is just really unfortunate. But what can you do? That's why she's not invited to the WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moving on to current projects. Like, what are you working on at the minute? Yeah, what am I working on at the minute? I <laughs> sometimes I get, sometimes I get lost and confused. Um, I uh, the plan is to. Sorry, I don't even. I'm like, what have I said on my own social media? What have I not said? I'm <laughs> I'm I'm jet I'm jet lagged. Uh, so, uh, planning to to head to LA um, 
soon. Uh, that's kind of the next thing on the horizon. So just kind of in that in-between stage of, I wanted to do as much, you know, bridge promo as I could. We made all the clips and tried to just capitalize it on social media. Um, I do a podcast here in Canada um, called Thirst. We cover Canadian reality TV, mostly um, a little bit of American stuff. Um, yeah, just what, what else? That's... <laughs> Everything. There's like, <laughs> There, that's the problem with me when you do too many things you kind of forget like what you do because I do still run like the speech and debate school I do genuinely run that's not just like a lie that I say on tv like I am still the the head of the company and and while I'm it's not my like full-time day-to-day I I do you know still meet with them regularly so I think this last week I've been I've been doing too much of that and now I'm forgetting everything else that I do well, um I think it's good to sort of like you know drop projects when you're sort of like too busy with other stuff because obviously you were the main host of Miss World for quite a long time you had to drop that one was that like the same kind of thing yeah I mean oh my gosh I think for me like I just I always want to level up in life and I I, um you know when I was on my first game show I knew I wanted to be on another one and then you know when I got sing on from Netflix and and won forty thousand dollars on that I was like okay cool like that might be the end of my like playing games on tv journey and then the bridge came and Sorry, how this relate to, relates to your question? I think that with Miss Worlds, it just became a bit stagnant. Like I had, I had done it for so many years. It was the same thing every year. Ultimately, like, was it an amazing gig? Yes, it paid well. It was a great trip every year. It was so cool meeting 120 women from around the world. But it just wasn't leading to to other hosting gigs. And and my dream is, you know, to be a Bradley Walsh uh, to host kind of game shows, um, whether it be in America or the UK or Canada, but whoever, wh- whichever country wants me, I'll be there. Um, I'm over here. So, I'm over here. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, I do love the UK so much. I really, I do. And it's on my to-do list to sort of use the bridge to sort of maybe find an agent or a manage- manager or something. I just have not gotten around to, to trying yet. So take it on that. That's it. Well, the the Thirst podcast is doing really well. I mean, it's like, you know, I, I, I love it because you've got like you and Anil, like when I was listening to it, I'm like, are they going out? Because they're really, really savage to each other. And it's like, no, no, they're besties. You know, <laughs> there's a fine line, oh. I think, between gay besties and lovers. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That's a fair point. I love I love doing it so much. Him and I are so fucking different as people. And it's just, it's just why it works. And I I wouldn't like, I mean, I wouldn't say I would never do another podcast, like a full-time podcast, but like doing it with him is just so funny and fun. And and we really are just that different. And we are that like silly and all those things. So yeah, I've, I've loved doing it with, with Anil. So if you were going to recommend one episode of the podcast for people to listen to in order to get into it, what would it be? Oh Which Lord, one? I'm not, I'm not that coordinated to, to answer this question. <laughs> And Neil handles like that kind of side of it. Like, because I am so busy with so many things, I luckily just get to like show up and talk shit. And um, I work with a, a girl named Lily. She is incredible. She did all my bridge clips. She does all my um, Anil thirst clips. Like all my social media is Lily. So I'm like, I'm very lucky. But yeah, you can only do like 900,000 things if you have like a good team. So um, yeah, I'm thankful for, for Lily. <laughs> So just listen to all the episodes. It's probably the best one. I mean, I don't know. Do it all. Go to my Instagram. <laughs> go to go to the reels. Find the ones that have thirst, and it's funny. And I think from there, you're going to understand if you are interested or not. Fair enough. Are you still doing events with thirst as well? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, uh, we're kind of on pause. So we did our, our biggest event was um, the Drag Bowl in LA, which was like the Super Bowl meets Drag Race. Uh, got to meet. Um, oh fuck me! I don't, I'm so bad with names. Kiara. Uh, <laughs> who? Who did I meet? Do you know? The booth was next to Kiara's booth, so Kiki. Oh yeah, no, oh, no, that was the that's Drag Con. Drag Con oh. was. Kiera, but Drag Bowl was um, Angeria, Carrie Colby, um, Brooklyn was there. Uh, uh, there was one more. Where was one more? Angeria, did I say Angeria? Yes. <laughs> okay, anyways. So that was really fun. <laughs> well, that was, your, that was um, one of the best things on the podcast the fact that you admitted that you just hadn't watched Drag Race until like Canada. And I think that's a really interesting because so many people you know, they're like, I've been following it from the beginning kind of thing. And it's like, no, no one seems to just be starting anymore. But that's the thing the gay gasps that I get every day still in Toronto, <laughs> it's just, I'm, I'm getting sick of it. But yes, everyone, I started in Canada season one. I did not rewind. I did not go back. I don't know anything about the American ones. I get a lot of hate on TikTok for this, where they're like, oh, he doesn't even know anything. Like, recently, um, oh, I don't remember her name. Deja Sky, I, I referenced her in the pod. I forgot her name. That turned into, like, a big, like, TikTok war. And then Deja Sky made a TikTok about me forgetting her name. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. I, I always say with me as a host, I truly, like... You can throw me into the U.S. presidential elections. Give me an hour. I will do research. I will present as if I know everything about the U.S. presidential elections. And I can do the same with Drag Race, and I can do the same with anything. That's what debate teaches you. Debate teaches you how to sound confident in any subject. And when I first did the Canada Drag Race podcast, I knew absolutely nothing about anything. And I made it work. And Anil and I are still working together because of that guest host spot I did you know, in season one. So um, fake it till you make it, I guess. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little bit less successful. Glenn? Oh, what? See what I mean? <laughs> Slightly less successful. Professional. <laughs> no, no. I'm not on where I'm going to have to edit it. I'm not on the script list point, I'm sure. Yeah. You are. I don't know where this is. It's literally <laughs> in the group chat. So, yeah. Um, what was it like working with Kiara at DragCon? You know, she, she's she's very sweet. She's very young. Um, I like. I really like her. Like, she's, she's a very, very kind and sweet soul. But sometimes I think, like, her youngness can just mean that she's, like, either, like, shy and quiet, which can kind of come across as, like, different things i think like fierce delicious if you kind of get where i'm going with like i know fierce like off the show and it's like i can see like the misinterpretation sometimes of like young people who are maybe like shy but then like really attractive and like what that can kind of like mean for what people think their their persona is so i'm gonna leave it at that she's a really sweet wonderful person Speaking of the podcast in Canada's Drag Race, there was an episode where you picked out your season three queens. Uh, oh, no. How's that one going for you? Okay, I have a lot to say here. I have a lot. <laughs> okay. First of all, okay, so really quick catch up. Anil and Frankie draft, pick five queens each. One queen was left out, whatever. Uh, we get points for your queen doing well, yada, yada, yada. 
First of all, I got to pick. I got to flashbacks here, Stu. I'm getting flashbacks of me failing badly at every season of UK Drag Race. (laughs) I didn't have anyone in the top seven or something. Anyway. Oh my god. Okay, well you get where I'm coming from then. So Mm. first of all, I got to pick first. So that should be a massive advantage. Second of all, I do see myself as like a pretty good like judge of character. And then three, like it is possible that I guess you're saying like Stu, Anil like definitely has insider information and I hate spoilers. Like I will, I will never, ever, ever, ever accept a spoiler. So it's like, did Anil know maybe more than he was letting on? It's possible. So I thought I was picking really good, vibrant queens. And at this stage of the game, I have one queen left and Anil has five. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I know this. I can say solidarity right here. Yeah. This, this literally happened to us on the last season of the podcast. I was, I was uh, the one who had the top picks. Guess I had a bit of an advantage though, because I did was going to happen uh, to be to be fair your picks i i would have expected if i didn't know what was going to happen i would have picked at least two of them myself so i get i get where you're coming from so you if you hadn't very... cheated you you would have done worse is that what we're saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not cheating it's just insider knowledge um okay so i think Canada's Drag Race is a really good segue into the game that we're going to play. Velvet, do your thing. I think it's a perfect segue into the game. Now, what we do, if you don't know, Frankie, is every episode we have a little game where basically the guest goes against one of us in a head-to-head, a -a tete-a-tete, I believe it is, where basically you each have to answer a series of five questions and the person who gets the most wins a spectacular prize. Well, we say spectacular. It, it's a prize. Like, well, is it a prize? It, it's a badge. <laughs> so the person who wins will win a Gold Girl podcast badge. And the runner-up, the loser, will win a silver, slightly smaller girl badge. What's the theme this week, Stu? So the theme is Canada's Drag Race. Um, I always try and think of a somewhat punny name. Um, this one's terrible. Um, no, I'm not even going to try and say it out loud. It's just bad. <laughs> it's a Canada's Drag Race themed quiz. We're not even going to try and pretend. Oh, I want to. I want to. No, no, you've judged me for terrible puns. I want to hear it. It's oh say can you see that drag queen? <laughs> 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 were you up all night with that one Stu? Was that, no was it that... took me three seconds then i gave up because i'd worked a lot of overtime that day i couldn't <laughs> think of anything better um could have just went with something like moose knuckles stole a line from the show but no i made a terrible terrible reference it's not even canada i was gonna say i was just <laughs> clarifying that you knew okay because i think that's a very good pun for an american it's a good yeah race. it's a great one for an american drag race yeah i thought of that straight after i was like i'm not changing it can't be bothered. Okay. Can't think of a better. Okay. Place. I mean, you tried your best. I mean, it's not well, as if it's like a whole different country or anything. It's not like we've had this no. before. We had this when we had Jimbo on, Stu. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> Nothing happened. Nothing <laughs> happened with Jimbo, except for he was a fantastic guest. Jimbo yeah. was robbed. I'm um, so glad I finally got to meet Jimbo. I've met, met Jimbo a few times now, like now that he's like doing the UK circuit and stuff, and I'm just like, oh. It's so wonderful when you meet someone and you're like, oh, you're lovely in real life. Oh, that's good. You know, <laughs> Jimbo is my favorite 
Jimbo is my, I, again, I know I'm new to the series, but Jimbo is my number one all time, never been beat. I love Jimbo. Like that was the first season I ever watched of Drag Race. And I love Jimbo so much. And I'm like, well, obviously my favorite of all time is not going to be from the first season I ever watched, but no, truly Jimbo oh, is yeah. still the favorite I've ever watched. And yeah. I think He's... Yeah, that's evident. Did you watch UK versus the world for Jimbo then? I watched UK versus the world for Jimbo. <laughs> <laughs> And wasn't it a load of garbage? Human. Oh, Jimbo was robbed it's a hard number two. I just didn't. No, it was a bad idea. It was rushed. We know the Jimbo rumor or spoiler or whatever. The um, All-Stars. Yes. Yes. So that's good. Yeah. We get our third We get our third try. <laughs> Jimbo will be back. So this game then, Stu. <laughs> this game, before it veers off into chaos, we will do a standard... 5v5 questions. As always, we'll start with our guest. Um, Velvet will be our beautiful scorekeeper. Um, she'll put a tally on her egghead. This is how we <laughs> That's it, just write it on my um, head. <laughs> every line you've got, just fill one in when someone gets a correct answer. Wait, there's there's 10 questions in total. I've only got four <laughs> lines, actually. I'm going to wait until I'm a bit older. <laughs> or drier. <laughs> right, so, round one. Quick fire. Frankie, Never a bad angle because I'm stunning was which queen's entrance. And just a question, is it all from this season? Nope. One to three. Oh. So that could be any of the three seasons? Yeah. And I just if you want a clue, it was, se- it was season two, if you want a clue. No, I just want, and the last thing I'm going to say is I'm, I'm so good at so many things in life, but trivia is one of my weaknesses. So I just want to throw that out there. Okay, give me, the, give me the line one more time. Uh, never a bad angle because I'm stunning. Geometric? Yes. Ah! I'm ver- that I'm I don't know where that then, came from. That <laughs> came from I don't know where that I don't know. This every every is. gay man has a little drag knowledge somewhere in their brain. That's where it's hidden. Glenn, which challenge was the only challenge that Scarlet Bobo actually won? Also robbed. Um it was no the ball. Cheating. It was the ball. <gasps> Correct. Frankie. And you actually just remembered that from your mind? I feel like I saw someone <laughs> typing on a phone now. <laughs> I'm not going to no, lie. I do have a list of their names up because I couldn't remember any of the names. Terrible. <laughs> I am having a drag detox at the moment because I needed a Triggered. rest. Triggered. Excellent. Frankie, what was the first ever lip sync song? Oh, Juiced Lord versus lemon. Jesus. Very good lip sync. I don't know. I don't know. I would say like Celine Dion. Oh no, that was Priyanka. That was like. <laughs> <Did> I... <laughs> I don't Here's know. where my Rolodex comes out. Don't even. That's that's gonna trick me. I'll I'll go through every lip sync song. Um, it was Carly Rae Jepsen. I really like you. Lemon versus oh, Juice Spots. Nice. Uh, Glenn, which queen without cheating won the pageant challenge in season one? Priyanka? <laughs> Lemon. That looked very much like one. just a random <laughs> name. I knew that one. <laughs> I mean, at least, you, at least you got a season one queen. That's a good start. Lemon um, is very much the pheromone of Canada. I feel. How dare you? Lemon is successful. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Frankie's like, who the fuck is pheromone? <laughs> Which is yeah. correct. That's a good question Sorry. to ask. Um, okay, Frankie, which celeb impersonation won the first Snatch Game? 
which celebrity did they play? I don't want the Queen's name. Okay, so Priyanka lost. Correct. So it wasn't Priyanka, because she Ooh. did the crystal ball. <laughs> the winner of season one Canada's Snatch Game. So Jimbo was still in the competition. So yep. Jimbo, 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 Jimbo. Jimbo's a very good answer, but it's not who he played in the Snatch Game. I know, and I, I, and I don't know. But I'm glad. But you see, I got, I got some. Yeah, I got, I got Jimbo. Both. It was in the process. It was nice seeing the word yeah. in the process there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He played Juan Rivers, and it was oh. well, well oh. deserved win. Um, oh. Definitely. Okay. Could bring someone back from the dead. It'd be her. Well, that's what Jimbo did for Snatch Game. True. Uh, Glenn, season. Two, yes, yeah, season two. Cynthia Kiss, how many times did she lip sync? Undeservedly, just for the record. Oh, I'm gonna go with a very sensible four, because usually when they get the five, they get the boot. Incorrect. Um, it's after three they usually get the boot, and that's how many she did. Okay, Frankie, which season two queen was eliminated after a? The awkward lip sync involving bird feathers. A really awkward lip sync involving bird feathers. All of the judges and the cast were cringing. Bird feathers? Yeah, they were dressed, I think it was like a feather run. Oh, God. There was only one really bad lip sync in season two. Oh, God. Season two. That could be a lot. It might have been. It I don't Kimura, know. Kimura or more. It was when she was in that black raven outfit, and she basically just followed them round on stage, like creeping over oh. their shoulder. Oh, because she wanted to like, give up. Oh, she yeah. quit. Oh, she quit. <laughs> could have at least given us a half decent lip sync. Oh, that was funny. Uh, that was funny. Glenn, top three queens of season two, who actually had the most highs and wins? Ooh. Technically, the best track record overall of the season. Oh God, I can't even I mean trying to think of the names now. And I can't look at my list because I'm not going to cheat because that's in order. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that, that is cheating. We know where it is on the table as well. So if your eyes fall in that direction, we'll be like, ah. <laughs> one second. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. I can't even think of names. Y'all are terrible at this. <laughs> I know, I'm really bad. This is brilliant. It was... Six names and I'll pick three. There we go, come on. Give you six names from Canada's Drag Race Season 2. And I'll pick three, yeah. Okay, Stephanie Kiss, Geometric, Isis Couture, Pythia, Kendall Jenner, Gender, sorry, Kendall Gender, and God knows I can't, oh, Cynthia Kiss. Did I ever say Cynthia Kiss? Yeah, yeah you did. It was... Well, it's three Why of those. Uh, it was... Pitha, Geometric was fourth, so it's not her. But who had the best track record? That was the question. Oh, God. <laughs> Isis Couture. Nah. Isis uh, won, but no, Pythia what? had, Pythia had yes. like, was it three wins, three highs? Mo- yeah, because I was full team, Pythia. Same. Pythia was my Same. Jimbo that season. Oh no, like, no no no! That's dramatic. No, but... no, no no! I I no! I, I have strong feelings for Pythia. Pythia. Was... Oh God! No no no! I had Pythia. I had very lukewarm feelings for Pythia, but thought she should have won. 
Yes. Mm. Okay. I'll, ex- I'll accept that. <laughs> See, yes. I love Priyanka, but I just feel like she didn't really blossom until after the show. And yeah. it was more like after the show, bringing out all the music videos and all the songs. Yeah. Was there, and it was like, yes, Priyanka. When she first won, I was like, eh? What? But that's Scar- fine. Like, Scarlet that's... and Jimbo? <laughs> what? I think it's better to right. have that where it's someone who uses their fame to do cool stuff rather yeah. than someone who wins and then just goes, eh. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. yeah I mean, look at Trick. <laughs> who? Refusing to be in uh, Theresa May's videos, clearly. <clears throat> <laughs> Actual genuinity. Um, last question, Frankie, for you. Which season two queen left in the girl group challenge? Left Wasn't their in... first time in the bottom. Left in the girl group challenge. Left in the girl group challenge. I think that was like week five or something. So it wasn't a queen who had a good run. (laughs) (laughs) Who couldn't dance for shit, Frankie? Who couldn't dance? challenge season two i love that if, if we get a neil to listen to this he's going to be like just yelling out the answers just for like you've let us down frankie <laughs> can we do a podcast of him listening to the podcast get, get a reaction <laughs> video of that <laughs> i don't know cynthia kiss no she was in the bottom though um she oh. was the other queen in the bottom it was eve eve 6000 got oh, knocked eve. out by cynthia that was her second lip sync Okay, final question, Glenn. I have no faith whatsoever that you'll get this correct. <laughs> this is going to um, be my third game I've lost in a row, can I just add? like It will. If you can hold your a... failure, you can take it pro one day. Yeah, you can melt, melt down. of armor of these badges. Pure <laughs> <laughs> silver, no gold. Um, which Nelly Furtado song was a lip sync in season? You can at least <laughs> guess. <laughs> She's had like three. Oh. <laughs> I've known three of his questions, by the way. I just want to say that. I have known the answer to three of his questions. Or four, maybe. Just <laughs> want to throw that out there. If if Glenn gets it wrong, you can have half a point if you have the right answer. Okay. Thank okay. you. Uh, I, I actually can't. I don't know. I'm, I'm throwing it in. Frankie? <laughs> okay. Wait, now I'm doubting myself. <laughs> He's offered you half a point for this. <laughs> that could snag the game, I think. At this it point. will snag the game. I'm looking at a lot of zeros and two ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's not I'm like a bird. I know that. Nope. That was... She sing... Why do I keep thinking she sings Maneater? She does sing Maneater. She man-eater. does sing Maneater. Is it Maneater? It's Maneater. <laughs> <laughs> There's a half a point. Well, thanks a lot. <laughs> I, I kept thinking of um, R. Kelly. It's like, oh no! I was like, my mind's gone into like Excel, sending texts on Excel spreadsheets. Here. I was like, this needs oh. to stop. That's not R. Kelly. That's Nelly. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Hold on, can we get, we're giving Glenn minus oh. one point for a lack of Nelly knowledge, right there. Wait, he went from oh. Nelly, I'm like a bird, to I believe I can fly R. Kelly, to like that's where he went with all that. Then yeah, Nelly to again. Nelly and Kelly, yeah. But oh the other God. Nelly. That is where my mind works. I was crazy. <laughs> so, uh, Velvet, just in case anyone's not kept up with that chaos, what's after, the score? After that whirlwind adventure of pulling teeth, uh, we have. <laughs> 
in the lead with one and a half points, we have Frankie Sena. Well done. You are the third <laughs> person in a row to beat Glenn at a really easy quiz. I'm going to write the next quiz. I'm going to write the next quiz and stew your. Please do. That's fine as long as it's Drag Race themed. I'll beat it. To be oh, fair, God, I think no. it's about time that you did one of the quizzes. I will. I w- I would like a golden badge. <laughs> I'm waiting. Or a silver one. So, Frankie, it's been wonderful chatting to you. Like, uh, is there anything that you'd like to promote? You know, just follow me on all the things. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook or YouTube, if you still use those ones. Um, and, yeah, just there's always an adventure with me. There'll be something coming. Something's coming around the corner when she comes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your grinder name, Velvet. <laughs> it depends how you spell comes, I think. <laughs> with a Z. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but no no thank you so much uh Stu, do you have anything that you'd like to promote um i'm all good you can find me on instagram um either on girl global or look at Stu. i think is my instagram handle <laughs> nothing for me anything for you um no just my instagram is um at glenn underscore k underscore h glenn with two n's but hold on am i the only person who has loads of stuff on at the minute <laughs> You're a drag act. We're not. That is a good way. That's, that's a good point. Yes, no, and and you can catch me at thevelvetsnatch.com or at thevelvetsnatch on all of the socials and stuff. Uh, I've done all of my gigs for this month, uh, but and this will go out after the last remaining few, so that's pointless mentioning them. Uh, <laughs> yes, but uh, if you're in the Newcastle area, you will probably want to go along to Vampers Tits at the Bank Bar, which is the horror drag competition that my sister Velcro was first runner-up. Is that what they call it for losing? Is that what they call mm-hmm. losing these days? Yeah, first runner-up. Oh, yeah, almost. Yeah. Ask Frankie. In 2019. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, join me on them. But yeah, with that all said, thank you very much for tuning in. It's been a lovely little chat. And thank you very much to our guest, Frankie Sainer. Thank you. You're right. welcome back anytime. Thank you very much for tuning in. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> oh, 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 oh.